up and I stay down with the same gang every day now. When the thing changed, but the way out is the layout, nigga. Big M's, nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put the lights down, turn the bass up. One time for the pay cuts. And the price guy just squeeze the life out of shit. They try to break us. What's all the fussing about? We grew up with nothing, my nigga. We still here. That fake shit, we cutting it out. Money coming, sure the crew got the Well, let's move on to um to sports. And you talked about this earlier, uh, Josh, Kyrie and others, Dwight Howard, Avery, Avery, uh, Avery Bradley. Um, they don't want the league to restart. And they think that, you know, by restarting the league, you would be taking the attention away from what's going on right now. Uh, let's, let's start with John. Have you seen that, John? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I've seen a little bit on it, not too much. So I'm not really too keen on the whole situation. Uh, okay. But I did see, I did hear some commentary from like LeBron, like being agreeing. Yo, John, are you on Wi Fi? Yeah, John, but, I can't um, really hear you. John, are you this on Wi Fi? Um, I feel like with, with what's going on in Hey, John, can you hear us? Yeesh. All right. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll tap <laughs> in. So, <laughs> yo, John, if you want, just connect with phone audio so nah. you don't even have to deal with it. You feel me? Yeah, we don't need the video, really. Anyway. Yeah, let me. Nah, should I go on Wi Fi? Yeah, definitely go on Wi Fi. Yeah, my man, you should have been on Wi Fi anyway. Like, come on. <laughs> 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 Especially with the way these phones are hopping out, these Eesh. services definitely be on Wi Fi <laughs> all the time. But I'll hop in right while he's doing it. So, listen, so LeBron is saying he can still play and other specifics, still play and use that platform to talk about what's going on in the world. Um, I'm kind of more on the Kyrie side. As much as I miss basketball and stuff like that, I feel like that LeBron and others. We've done it, right? We wore I Can't Brave t-shirts. We've made statements. LeBron and Carmelo and Chris Paul, they did a whole thing on the SB stage talking about this. This was six years ago, and it's still happening, right? But they're still playing every day. So obviously that platform, what you're saying, is not doing enough to cause change. Also, like I said earlier, it's a perfect storm. Nothing's going on. So all the attention is on this. All these shows I watch daily, right, on um, FS1 and, and ESPN, they have so much attention on this movement. And um, mind you, I didn't say the name, but I won't say it either. But on the movement and on these um, on these protests, you think if the playoffs are going on and or, or finals, they're going to leave the show off about the protests anymore? It's going to be about who won the game and how much did LeBron score and everything else. So – I don't understand the backlash because Kyrie is right. The attention will definitely go more to the play rather than what's going on, you know, outside. Because that's how the system's designed, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how that's how everyone generates wealth in that industry is by that happening. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So you're more on the Kyrie side. I am. But at the same time, again, I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith. And I'm actually curious about what you think about Stephen A. Smith, his comments. 
I think Stephen A. sometimes, and this is one of them where he can be naive to what's actually, you know, going on. Miguel, um, he's not naive. He's getting his check from Disney. I was about to say, I think he's more worried about his self-preservation because if he can't constantly talk sports, he he loses money. All right. And little do we know that because there hasn't been as much sports going on, some of these people on these shows, not saying Stephen A., has taken small pay cuts that we don't even know about. So they want their money back or they want more money. In order to do that, they got to be able to talk sports. So, um, we uh, so I don't like that. And even with the because even going back to the coronavirus, like he was the first one. Like, well, I don't see that many people getting sick. I don't know why they can't play and blah blah blah. Like he's always been for just play, regardless. So I don't like that. But more in this case because you know. A few years ago, and I said this a couple times, I felt like Stephen A. Smith kind of got chastised for some of his how he. I think I think Stephen A. has changed for some of the things he used to say, you know, representing black people. He was and the Charlemagne of ESPN, right? Right, and, and and being real, and I think he got chastised. I think he maybe got suspended. He got suspended for the Ray multiple Rice times. Yeah, and I felt like now he told the line where he's like, "I can't do this." You know, he said something on the Ray Rice situation, right? He said that, you know. Uh, do you remember this, Josh? Well, he, hey, if uh, what he say, if uh, she put hands on him, right? And, and, but he took it further. He said a lot of times women will test you, punch you, hurt you, kick you, and all the type of stuff or whatever. And you know that's Josh's and, red flag. Don't. Oh, right. what? Right. But then he said, uh, "Don't see nothing happening back to them." And then it was a white uh, other uh, reporter on the show who said. There's no reason ever for a man to put hands back, even if it is self-defense or whatever like that. Well, again, and that that doesn't even make sense because what if she's coming at you with a knife? Would you just let her stab you? Like, come on, get out of here. Right. But Stephen A. recanted his statement. Of course, I think he got suspended or whatever. Basically got chastised, like I said. And, you know, ever since then, that stage, I seen a different Stephen A. and whatnot. I felt like that Stephen A. was talking about growing up in Hollis, Queens, where he saw the woman probably go beat up a dude, and the dude pushed her back. But now he's like, I can't even, you know, I can't say stuff like that or whatever like that. So, I feel like um, I don't like Stephen A. anymore. I felt like Stephen A. a long time ago. I don't like him. I don't really um, respect him anymore. Really? I, I like, no. I, one thing I like about Shannon and it's funny because some people don't like Shannon because they feel like he keeps it too real. But I like that he keeps it real. You know what I'm saying? I like that he doesn't change who he is to be on the show and whatnot. And 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 I like that. Stephen A. Sometimes I think he thinks he's still, um, I guess, real for lack of a better word. But he's definitely changed because we've been watching for 20 years almost all of us, so we can see it. You know? Well, again, I don't think he just changed. He's just fulfilling his purpose of the contract. When yeah. he signed that contract, he has a certain role to play on ESPN. The point is to cause controversy and get viewership. I mean, if he's not getting like hate tweets, not not like hate hate, but you know what I mean? If he ain't getting a lot of negativity in his tweets, he's probably not getting in, incentivized in the deal. Like I'm sure it's but it's at the contract. Same time, he he knows who to who to who to get that hate from. Like, exactly. Like, like like see how Jamel Hill, like she was like, Listen, I'm gonna say what I want to. And eventually they let her go or whatever like that. 
But she 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 didn't like our president, and she voiced it on ESPN. You know what I'm saying? Ain't going to lose his check. That's all it is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, John. Even when they tried to come at him, I forgot what 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 he was talking about about him being from Brooklyn. Well, he's from Brooklyn or Queens? From Queens, from Queens. Right, and I think was it during the um, Colin Kaepernick thing where they were coming at? I don't know if it was during that, but they were coming at him. And he kind of came out of character a little bit, talking about like, "Listen, I'm not some, I'm not some pansy, like I'm still, I'm from, I'm from the hood, blah blah blah." But then he came back correct, so he still has those elements, but he's also not dumb because he realizes if he goes against the grain, that they're going to strip everything away from him, regardless of how smart or talented he is, unless if he decides to do it himself. But I don't think he's going to do that. And that's why I said I like, I like um, Shannon better. I feel like Shannon don't. You know, I mean, he kind of gives it, you know, real. I feel like that is the character. Yeah, I'm about to say, Shannon has his role too. Like, hold, hold now. He does. <laughs> like, he, but his role is authentic. If you go back and watch him during his NFL career, you know, when they have him mic'd up, you watch him when he was on CBS, he's the same Shannon. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, it's just, this is who he is. Something like that. And I think it's, so it's like a, I think it's, I, well, I'm not even going to answer that, but I just, I just think <laughs> there's a, there's more behind it. Even though he could be, he could be himself. I just think they're intensifying with some of the things that he does and he posts and yeah. puts out to the masses, especially people who don't come from it. And then they're looking like, "Oh, this is how everybody acts like in that culture." Oh, okay. So now, what I will say, Stephen A.'s defense is ESPN is owned by Disney, so you know when it comes to Disney, they kind of put the kibosh. On, even even Marvel movies or Disney or whatever it is, they put the kibosh on a lot of stuff. They don't feel like it's you know, family friendly enough and stuff like that. So part right. of it is who the actual bosses is. The bosses are not ESPNs. It, it's, in the end, it's Disney, you know, at the end of the day. So um, that's part of it too. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I was, um, so let's move on to the NFL, you know, so we talk about basketball. Uh, you know, I don't know if it'll come back or not with the Corona prop, uh, situation, but if it does, do y'all think that, you know, they're going to let them, Neil this year after everything that happened without be, being an issue. Oh yeah, you think they're, you're gonna let the, they're gonna let them kneel after what Roger Goodell said? They basically stated their position. So yes, completely. John, you disagree? I don't know. I feel like if it depends. I feel like if they if the the majority of or the people, uh, not even the majority, like let's say if they get like a certain group of people that speak so against it, and let's say some of the corporate partners may like start positioning whispers in certain in certain owners' ears, I feel like they might make a stance on like, no, we're not really doing this. I mean, we said it, but all right, we're going to let you do it for a game or two. And then like, if you do this, we're fining you, or you're not going to do, or they're going to start taking certain privileges away from them if they if it gets too loud. So I don't know. Maybe a game or two, maybe three. I don't know, but I I don't know if it's like something that the NFL will consistently position out there. Or I don't even know if players will even feel comfortable doing it because <laughs> they feel like they might lose their career <laughs> or their endorsements. Um so all right, so let's kind of uh segue to the next question. You feel like it's more because of the president still being against it, John, that the, that the NFL might not still let him? Of course. I feel like with the president and then how 
people just misconstrued the message. I think I think the president and then the actual message of what people are not really understanding on why he chose to kneel, considering the person who gave him, um, you know, the idea in the first place, they're just completely looking past that. So if if you can look past an army veteran who gave him the idea of doing this in the first place, saying that he's being disrespectful when th- somebody of great respect gave him the idea to do it and then you just completely walk over that I- agenda what makes you think like with the nfl doing this and then with how a lot of people were against the whole idea of kneeling i don't know if it's going to really resonate with that organization unless if they make drastic changes because even with what colin kaepernick did in the past with the kneeling thing and then with other players are doing it it's it's like they put so much fear and what you could get it's just like i don't know if it's going to be something where it's going to be like a consistent thing because at the end of the day a lot of these players they do have families they do have bills um they do have admirations of wanting to play and starting and all these other things that the nfl could just strip away from them so unless if it gets so unless if it gets to a point to where they have a stronger force behind it i don't know if it's like something that's going to actually last well, okay, so that goes back to like um, what I said before, and I guess Josh answers, but I don't know. You might have, you might have a sound issue at the time, but do you think like if more people were regularly working, would they have, let's say, uh, missed work or risked their jobs to be protesting the last couple of weeks? No. Okay. So same concept with the NFL. People won't risk their jobs, even though exactly. no matter the calls you're saying. Okay. Yeah, because you know there's a lot of things that go on in from like the let's say the average day worker that people could do that they don't do because they're not trying to uh jeopardize like let's say people if, examples, let's say somebody who just just managed to fix their credit and just got the car they wanted and just got that house and they're starting to get into a different bracket of life. And then all of a sudden you're telling me I got to sh- lose all these things. If if I do this, I'm going to lose all that. They're not going to be really too privy on like, okay, I just got here. I didn't even get to enjoy it. Let me, let me do this first. So I'll, I'll send, I'll send like a little donation or something, but that's it. But as far as like going out there and being active, people are not really conditioned um, to do that. At least the average American. I, I just don't, I don't really see that because of all the stuff that we have that are unnecessary People don't tend to think in that context. So um, even when you compare these at big NFL players, I, they have the same mindset. Even though it might be more, I don't know if it's just something that they'd be willing to really jeopardize, especially them. a lot of them just being athletes. They're not really keen on like what's going on, social injustices, what's going on in the world. They don't really talk about these things. It's just like they just all follow – I hate to say this, the Michael Jordan approach. Like I just focused <laughs> on going, doing what I got to do on the field, um, pleasing my my shareholders and my the people who endorse me, and going home. Anything else that has to do with politics that could cop, that I could potentially put a conflict or take money away in what I'm doing, yeah, I must stay away from it. And a lot of people do that. That's interesting. You're saying the average. Oh, go ahead, Josh. No, go ahead. I mean because. 
those are the reasons why I think that they will do it because as the CEO of the organization said, now they're all for it. And we see all, how many of these Fortune 500 companies donating all this money. Now, like we said before, who knows where that money's going to go, but at least in the public eye, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to at least fake the funk, if not actually walk the walk, right? So they're going to have to, they're going to have to do something. And now it's going to be commercially viable because all the companies, all their sponsors are going to be, want to be viewed in that light. They're going to be like, Hey, now we can actually uh, like monetize the, these uh, political protests and then make money from it. I mean, at the end of the day, we all know that's the NFL's goal. Uh, yeah. You know, and last time I I checked, I think one of the other donators is bank of America and one of the other partners, Nike, had their stance on it as well. So to me, it seems incredibly coordinated in a corporate approach. Wow. Um, I, I agree with you on that. I, I think you will see much more people kneeling um, this particular year, you know, than you did in the years past. I think um, that, um, you know, I, I, and also I think that they just don't like the president either, man. They want to <laughs> be able to turn his back on him. And I think Roger Goodell at this point is tired of the backlash he's getting in his league and tired, I guess, being the president's puppet a little bit. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, listen, man, like we're going to do our own thing. What you going to do? Tell us we can't be on TV. Like he can't really do that. So I think Goodell, um, you know, is tired of, is tired of that. Speaking of, um, you know, the NFL moving forward and you're talking about Kaepernick who started the kneeling has this whole situation, I guess, has he been justified, you think, in, in his initial uh, stance now? Oh, what abso- happened with the- absolutely. And now that it's going to come full circle, he's going to get a tryout, right? And he might even yep. probably will make a roster to appease everyone. So to me, it's all follow- following the plan, as Mr. J would say. Yeah, as much as will he get a job? Yeah, I think so too. You know, I think with him it was crazy because Kyrie too right now because Kyrie's guy who talked about the air is flat. I mean, the, the uh, uh, earth, earth is, is flat. flat, which it a is little <laughs> <laughs> a little bit airheaded. But it's like don't stop the message because you don't like the messenger, right? You know what I mean? So, and and that's what bothers me sometimes. That's what happened to Cap, and now a little bit happened to Kyrie. Hey, John, you think Cap's been justified and we get a job? You think now? Um, I don't know. It's still up in the air. I mean, I did see the Chargers um, express interest, but it it just depends because they, I don't know what team, there was a team that offered Kaepernick a job. But In the beginning, it was Baltimore, yeah. Huh? Think, yeah. In the beginning? Like recently, you're talking about? Or? This was, you know, in the beginning. Like when yeah, it was Baltimore. Baltimore. It, was, it was the Ravens. Yeah. Right. But that deal fell through because of, I don't know what, what exactly what it was. I don't know if it was the money, but I don't know. It, it, it just depends. Like if they give him a deal, but if it's not enough money, is, are you going to just drop it again? And I, I'm just curious to see how it goes. Cause if they give him a deal and let's just say it's not enough money, like, are you really, are you going to walk away from it? Or are you just going to, you know, right, let me, let me prove myself and take this pay cut and show them I still got it. And I really do love the sport. And it's not like all about financial gain. So it would be interesting if they give him that opportunity. And let's say they do do that. They throw him a, a, a bone. And if he doesn't pick it, 
I mean, a lot of people who are against Kaepernick, they're going to be like, okay, this guy is just all about the money. He's not really about the cause. He's just, you know, whatever. So I'm just curious to see if that does happen. I want to see what he will do because especially when it comes to the, the dollar amount. Uh, Professor Levon, just out of curiosity with your great football expertise, what team does Kaepernick fit on? And more specifically, what demographic does that team sit in? And would the, both the fans be on board a thousand percent as well as the organization? Those are the places he's going to go. So for me, it makes sense that the Chargers with, I think, a, a black coach, right? Yep, is g- yep. giving him a tryout. That's number one. I can see Pittsburgh being number two. Mm-hmm. And let, let yeah. me see uh, what another one. Maybe Miami. Maybe. Yeah, those are both. Those are both. Uh, maybe Miami, but but the first two are both um, demographics that are work. You know where they're located at, as well as the coaches and stuff like that. So I could definitely, um, you know, see that. Um, I think it's weird, right? I I don't know how great he is right now, um, but his job is like a symbol, right, of like all of it. So I think it's it's crazy, but to say, but and they can finesse it enough because he's an NFL quarterback. But just giving him a job would be such a step for Black people, and they would feel start to feel better that we are moving forward because of what happened in the past four years. And it's weird to say, but it's almost like you would have a celebration by that man getting a job because we feel like he was in blackball. And that's true. And he was, but I feel like it'll be a grandiose symbol for people to get distracted again from the main goal. So to me, that's exactly why that they're painting this narrative. To me, they're just really priming the pump. That's true too. I, I really think it. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a symbol, but a symbol that can continue to distract us. We can't take tea leaves. We got to. We, we want the whole thing. We can't just don't just give us you know little bits and crumbs. That's how they've been getting us for over four hundred years, always because they give us little little parts. Because you know what's crazy in every uh, movement or revolution or whatever you want to call it throughout the years, it's always been part. And parcel like some black people are all for it, and some are like, "Man, look, I got a job at the bank. <laughs> I gotta lose it, so I'm gonna let y'all go do what y'all do." Kind of like what John was talking about earlier. You know what I'm saying? Um, even going back a hundred years, you know what I'm saying? I, I I worked for this nice white man. He gave me enough money for my family. Seriously, like I'm, I'm not joking. So I'm not gonna, you know, I can't be involved with y'all. So. It's it's one of those things where we gotta be together, you know what I mean, in order to kind of make to to make strides. Um, and speak back to the NFL, Drew Brees. We didn't talk about this. I know you did on your show what, on Creative Gorge, Josh, but uh, I actually watched it that day. You didn't know I was on it, but I watched it that day. But oh, nice, thank whole, you. Um, yeah, the whole Drew Brees uh, statement, apologies. <laughs> what were your thoughts on that, John? I mean, like I said, like what do you expect from Drew Brees? Like, come on, Mister America. Of course, he's <laughs> going to say that, regardless of like what of of what he's won and what he's accomplished, and like him working with black people and different organizations and on playing with football and all that. You got to look at look at him. <laughs> what do you expect him to say? I mean, I I get the point of you everybody getting upset, you know, taking making take accountability and then forcing him to make these type of statements. 
But like, look at, at Drew Brees. Look at who he befriends. Look at the people he works with. It's like this should not be a surprise. It's just like going back to the word of just like select, selective more. Um, what is it? Selective morality or whatever. Yes, sir. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like people get so angry when people speak up. But mm. if they don't say anything and they do it in the background, they are perfectly fine with them. And there's so many examples that I'm not going to get into because people are going to hate me. <laughs> but it's just like you see this every day with people in power or who are um, – who are celebrities? They they follow like this Machiavelli approach, like the this like the idea of the prince, where they give off this image of love, but it's like at the end of the day they have their own agendas to get to that next step to, in order to uh, accomplish that particular power. John again? What? Mike. Wait, Mike, you're the one that froze this time. You can keep going, John. Yeah, but I I just think it's like going back to to that, which if you haven't read, I do re- recommend reading The Prince. But mm. um, it just goes back to that ideal. Like a lot of people just pretend these people are like on, are on their side, but at the but in all actuality, they're not. And if that's the case, like you should really be on Drew Brees all the time, not just because. He said that comment, be on him all the time and don't just start falling off when he, you know, made the put the statement out and he said, like, you know what, I apologize. I didn't know, blah, blah, blah. But he he did know. Like, he, <laughs> he knew. like come on. He, he knew. And it's just people don't really pay attention to those real those harsh realities, because, you know, at the end of the day, he's a hero to, to a lot of people and they don't want to think their hero is against them. So, um, yeah, what were your thoughts on the statement there, Josh? And apologies. Uh, yeah, so it was very interesting because, as we know, Drew Brees, for what he did with Sean Payton, are literally deified in New Orleans. So the fact yes. that people were booing him and being like, oh, F Drew Brees, I was astonished, especially since a lot of those people are Caucasian. We already knew how we were going to respond. But it, out yeah. to me, I was just like, whoa. So to me, when I first saw that, I felt like there was a like, and I said it on the show. I feel like it's a contractual contractual obligation for him to respond in that manner because the only thing that made sense, and for him to say what he said in the in the apology, and I would have to agree with uh, everyone who was on on the shows that we all watch. It just is like how Reggie Bush said on FS1, you definitely know better. We, we've had conversations. We were on the same team. So to me, the only thing that makes sense is that if he was he was obligated to make that statement, which is why he was able to retract it so quickly and just have a, a total total polar shift. So I feel like, as John was saying, you know what demographic you served. You served them, but you also walked it back. However, normally that trick would work because we would have distractions, but now it did not work. So this is where we are. Yeah, um, I, I don't. It's crazy because that that apology put out the first one on Twitter. He had the black and white hand image, and if you Google black and white hand, 
right? It's like the fourth image down. You can buy it for like a dollar and whatnot. So it's like he, he like, you know, set up to put this image so it looks, you know, good to go with the apology. And then the next apology, he's on video. He says, look at my eyes, you know, so you know I'm sincere. Like, really, bro? Like, like that doesn't tell me anything. So it's just like stuff like that. Um, I feel like he, he did know and whatever love he has for his family and the flag or whatever, that's fine. But realize it was never about the flag and realize that, you know, black people have fought in the same war that your granddad's fought in. I was about to say, did you, did you listen to their war stories? Did you ask them if black people were there too? Like where, where were you at, bro? <laughs> right. Exactly. Except they came back here to still be segregated and mm. still be treated like crap. How about your that? Your grandfathers were celebrated. You know what I mean? They, they probably didn't even use the same bathroom on the same basis as your grandfather's, by the way. Stuff like that. So let's let's be clear on that. And we all know who was scrubbing them, right? With toothbrushes. Uh, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I mean, I, we can segue this too, but for, for him in particular, he's been playing with black people his entire life, right? Because he's been in the football, Pop Warner, college, high school, football, all of it. Black locker rooms, you know, the people who catch the ball for you are all always mostly black people. You know what I mean? <laughs> stuff like or hand Seriously. the ball off too. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so you've made millions because of black athletes. Let's, let's be clear, bro. So And how many like, how many hours has he logged with working with black people? That's all I'm like, what? That's what I'm saying. So uh, I think in your case, you should understand the plight overall. And um, and that there's no excuse for what you said and did. And I mean, my, my next question was, do you think his teammates will be able to move forward and, and you know, in the locker room, inspect them and stuff like that? So. Brother John, you want you want to tackle that one? Mm. Wait, Mike, say that again. Do you think his teammates, Bree's teammates, will they be able to move past it in the locker room and work with them and respect them and everything else? Um, I think so. I think so. I think there will be some where they, I mean, not, not going to lie, I think there will be some that will, that will low-key be like, yo, I, I ain't messing with you or whatever, right? But I also <laughs> do think Going back to that point of like their job, like it's just like uh, I don't know, like I don't like what you said, or maybe it makes me feel uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, I'm a rookie, or I and I got to play this amount of games to get guaranteed this check, or I'm gonna lose my deal with I don't know with GM if I don't do if I don't do this. So I'm just gonna bite the bullet and stay in the house because I'm not trying to go back in the field, you know? And right. <laughs> I think... So it seems like, like your, your overarching point, John, that people are only active activists when it's convenient for them. Yeah, a lot of people are like that. Okay. Let them... Let let some of these people start losing things. Let them... Let, let, the, let the idea of saying, like, oh, you can't, you can't purchase these items no more. And you can't go here and you're going to have to give up your your car and this or you have to start giving up uh, uh, your money and all this other stuff just to sacrifice for the cause. 
a lot of people are going to be like, huh? <laughs> like, it's cool now because you can post pictures, you can put a little caption, and you can get likes. And it's, it's cool. Clout but, chasing. Yeah, but it's just like, you see these people, they do it for a little bit here and there. And like, I don't get me wrong, I may, I may chime in here and there, but it's like, you see them do it, but you see the difference in somebody who who's actively protesting and they're still doing it. And then other people who may have done it for a day, maybe two days, uh, and then kind of like positioned their way into like regular life and like did did what and do what they originally been doing. Um, But they might put like little posts and stuff like that, but they're still living like within the comforts of their home. They're not in the trenches. So it's just like, but at the end of the day, that's just people. That's just how we are. And especially if you're born in America, that's just, we are all about ourselves. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and to Josh's point, they, I think the powers that, that be, they know this. They're begging for work to come back and for sports to come back and for movies and clubs and entertainment. Because they feel like all we got to do is distract them. You know what I mean? And they'll be off the calls and stuff like that so i think that they know this you know going back to the whole Kyrie thing um and and not playing and 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 and, and they like the part that we're against each other and, and like i said they can't wait to for, for the distraction to be there so um you know i think you know, on that